What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Hildes from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, where you're at right now, and podcast form as well. If this is your first time seeing this beautiful mug, my mama said I was beautiful. Don't you dare judge me. My mama said I was beautiful. If this is your first time seeing this beautiful mug, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. The point of my channel, the point of my platform on TikTok, Instagram, but over, you know, 500,000 people, half a million, half a million now, is to bring awareness to personality disorders and mental health issues, as well as validate the victims and survivors of narcissistic abuse and things like that. Today's episode is going to be about the, the moments of vulnerability being the times that a narcissist will come get you will come swoop you up will come scoop you up because when i'm doing my one-on-ones with people a recurring theme is the fact that like i was like when did you meet this person i had just got out of a uh i had just got out of a bad breakup i had just got out of a narcissistic relationship i had just got divorced i was having a hot girl summer i was having a hot boy summer i was just out here living life and then this person came in and scoop swept, swept me off of my feet and I always see that like people are when you're in a highly vulnerable time, take your time with people because narcissists are going to come in and promise you the world, promise you everything, promise you. Hey, I'm not like the other people. I promise you I'm not. I'm not like I'm not like him. I'm not like her. I promise you I'll, I won't treat you anything like that, because in those moments of vulnerability, when you just get out of a bad relationship, when you just get out of a toxic relationship. You are open to, you know, sharing more information with people to tell you. You want to tell people how bad your old relationship was. So if you meet somebody like me, a narcissist, I'm going to make it like I think people like this is one day. Let me let me let me back it up and back it up real quick. A lot of people think when you first meet a narcissist, the first date, first conversation, first interactions are going to all be about the narcissist. No, <laughs> the first time you meet me is going to be all about you. I want to know everything about you. Tell me about your past. Tell me about the dude that just broke your heart. How did he break your heart? Tell me how. Like, what did he, what did he do wrong? Oh, he did that wrong. Oh, he did that wrong. Oh, I won't do that. I promise you I won't do that. Wink. Fingers crossed. Toes crossed. Hands behind your back. That type of stuff right there. I promise you I won't treat you like I won't treat you like he did. And the, at the end of our relationship, you, you will agree with me. Or you will agree with that narcissist that they did not treat you like the other person did. They probably treated you worse. Because they took you at a moment of vulnerability and drug you lower. They took you at a low moment in your life and somehow managed to dig the hole deeper that you was already in. That emotional hole, the emotional gap, the emotional availability that you had. They sucked that up. Like a narcissist can like sniff it. Like you step into a bar and there's a narcissist in there. They'll be like, hmm, vulnerability. And they'll come, they'll come approach you. Come make you laugh. Give you some money. Spend some money on you. Or, you know, men and women and non-binary people as well, you know, um, come spend some money on you, make you happy. Get what promise to give you want to get to know this person. I'm like, I just had a great time with this person. And like, let me get to know this person more because I'm look, I'm and this is the thing about it, too. This is the thing about it. you. You a lot of times you would tell the narcissist like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. And narcissist like me either. Me either. Nope. Nope. Me either. Whole time. They like, I'm going to change that. Watch whole time i'm gonna change that because the, it, it, it's like a lot of time look y'all oh i'm on the hot road today. i'm on the hot road i'm feeling hot today a lot of times when you are dealing with a narcissist like when you coming out of a, a toxic relationship that's when the people or a bad relationship doesn't have to be toxic you're just getting divorced after five ten years a lot of times this is when you will, will be approached by people that you are normally not attracted to this is when this is when you'll be open 
to giving the people that you put off, the people that been sending you inboxes, the people that been talking to the, talking to themselves in your inbox for years. This one you'll be more apt to give that person a chance. Like I might as well get it. I might as well give her a chance. I might as well give him a chance. They've been they've been walking around. They've been in my inbox for years. They they seem like a nice enough person. I feel safe with them. Boom. Got you. And because you in this moment of vulnerability and you giving a person a chance that you normally wouldn't give a chance, that narcissist is going to punish you for that. You made me wait 10 years to go on a date. Oh my God. What did I get to hold of you? What did they get to hold of you emotionally? They're going to punish you emotionally. You know, <clears throat> what do they say? I'm going to take you. Look, I'm going to show you. Look, I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm going to take you places. I seen a meme the other day that said, uh, a narcissist said they're going to take me places. They did. To the lowest point of my life. Boom. They get you. Because that's when, that's when they get you. You're already at a low point. You're already at a low point emotionally. You want to be safe. You want to feel safe. You want to feel secure. And that narcissist comes in with like a superhero cape on. Hey, young lady. I see you're single now. You want to go on a date with me? I know I've been in the inbox for four years. I've been, look, I told you, you should have gave me a chance years ago. Like, why did you, like, look, you put me out for years ago. You went through this. You had, look, I guess you had to go through it. I guess you had to go through it. I promise you, I won't put you through that. I promise you, I'm not that person. Like, you should have gave me a chance so, such a long time ago before you met this this uh, this crazy dude. I'm better than him. Boom. You swept off your feet. You're like, well, I guess I'll give you a chance. <laughs> And then they get you because now you lower your defenses because this look you look you you lower your defenses against the person that you put off for years. The person that you you were not interested in originally, you lower your defenses against this person because now you feel you want to feel safe. He's like, well, this person is like who who knows why you put them off. They might not have had enough money. They might not have been as conventionally attractive. They might not have been independent. They might not be educated. Whatever the reason you put them out for, you feel safe now with them. It's like, I feel safe with this person now because nobody will want them but me. Who else would want this person? That's when you get messed up in your mind right there. This person, I'm, this person I'm giving a chance to now should feel lucky to have me. That's a narcissistic mind thought, th thought right there, y'all. You might not be a narcissist, but if you think that about somebody else, like this person should be lucky to have me. This person should be, should, you know, worship the ground I walk on because this person is not as attractive as I am. They should worship me and let's get you caught up because they, they're going to worship you, right? All right. They're going to worship the punishment they put you through. So if you are going through a vulnerable situation, that's why I say if you come out of a relationship, I know you want to get out here and have your hot boy summer. You want to have your hot girl summer. You want to do all this other good stuff and this other fun stuff because you've been tied down for so long. Take your time with meeting new people. Go have fun. Don't, don't don't try to hop into a serious relationship a week after you get out, a, a week after you sign divorce papers, a week after you break up with somebody, a week after that your ex has moved out. Slow it down. Please, slow it down because that's you are in a moment of vulnerability right there because you are vulnerable and you, you, you miss that emotional connection that you have with the other person. You open up too quick to the next person and they get you. Because you you are divulging so much information to this new person, you just because you you just trusting them willy nilly for what? A lot of times, like I said, it's the person that you put off for years that you that be, you've been knowing for a while, but you have you wasn't interested in them at you wasn't interested in them at first for whatever reason. It could have just been because you were in a relationship, you know. But sometimes you just wasn't attracted to them. You get you open up to that person, and then they take they drag you through the dang old mud and to the dirt and to the depths, and then you blame them. He's like, dang it. But like I said, so if you are coming, if you are emotionally available, if you just like at a low point, if you are struggling out of coming out of a relationship, I know a few of y'all too, because I've done one-on-ones with people that are coming out of relationships now with narcissists and they're just like, 
missing the narcissist so much. They were like, I'm just, I, I need to go on a date or something like that. I was like, oh, you get out of a relationship with a narcissist and you go on a date really, really fast and you meet, you try to meet people really, really fast to one up that narcissist or to get that feeling back that you miss. You're going to end up with another narcissist or a even worse narcissist because they'll make you promises because you te- like you, you, you'll be in this vulnerable moment coming out of this other relationship and you'll divulge. You, they don't have to ask like somebody like me. I wouldn't have to ask you. You just tell it. I was like, so what's going on with you? Why are you saying now? Emotional abuse. I'm just eating it up. I'm just taking mental notes. I'm like, ding, 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 mental notes. Sucking it all in because now I know now I know what to avoid. My Apple Watch is telling me to breathe, y'all. So let me take a deep breath. Take a deep breath with me. Ah, that was good. But yeah, like I said, to, to, to withhold information from people because if you are emo, if you are vulnerable, you are more open. Your emotions are more open. People can sense it. People can sense your sadness. Like your friends be out there dancing, trying to take you out to have fun. Like she just broke. Your friends will set you up too. She just got done by her boyfriend. Dance with her. Oh, you're single, huh? Well, I don't have to ask you that question. I do. Your friends say you were. <laughs> My friend thinks you're cute. Come dance with her and talk to her. Oh, does she? So I already know you. Look, I already know you. You're physically, you physically attracted to me, and now I know you're single and you're emotionally available. So now you're in a double weakness. Your friends have set you up for a double weakness. Now I got you. Now what are you gonna do? Tell me I'm ugly? No, your friend said your friend said you thought I was cute. Nope. Now you set up. Slow it down. I, I know. I know. I know you want to come out and be happy. I know you want to come out and be strong and have get, get into relationships and stuff like that. And this is not 100% foolproof, y'all. I know it's not. I never claimed that it is. People are like, yeah, that can go either way. Mrs. Lee, that can go either way. You wrong. Nope, nope, nope. Because I, I, I got a narcissistic relationship. I hopped right into a new relationship. We've been married for 20 years. Okay, cool. That's great. That is great. I didn't say this is 100% foolproof. I'm just saying to protect yourself, slow it down. With slowing down in that situation with your next the new person you met, that you've been married to for 20 years, would it have changed anything? No, it wouldn't have changed anything. It just changed. You might not have got, got pregnant really quick. You know what I mean? Changed a few things, but like, slow it down. There's nothing wrong with taking it slow. You can't t- you can't go too slow with the right person. Because that person that person is supposed to be there forever for you, right? That person is supposed to be there for, you, This is your forever person, correct? Then you can't go too slow with this person. So in your moments of vulnerability, y'all, let's wrap it up. Because this is going to be a quick episode. Because I got to do some real estate work today. I'm a real estate agent. I'm popping. North Carolina, if you need a house in North Carolina, let me know. <laughs> but yeah, if you are going through tough times, if you are going through highly emotional times, if you just come out of a breakup, if you are cheating, like good dear Lord, let me, uh, if you are having an affair or you are cheating with a narcissist, like the narcissist is married or in a relationship with somebody else or living with somebody else, and you are the side person, the side, the side girl, the side dude or whatever. And you end up winning that narcissist over, you're not winning. You are taking a huge L because that person is going to treat you terribly eventually. At first, they're going to come out the other relationship and be happy go lucky, trying to make everybody think y'all are the happiest couple in the world, that he couldn't wait to get rid of his wife or she couldn't wait to get rid of her husband. But eventually, you're going to see because they don't trust you. They already don't trust you because you're cheating with them. They're like, I know what type of person you are. You're cheating with me. You slept with me when I was married. I know you, I know what type of person you are. Get out of here. I'm not ever going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. No. You're starting with negative trust because I know the type of person you are. But that's, a, that's for a whole different episode. I've been getting the rambling. That's why I can't make these episodes longer, y'all, because I get the rambling. I have so much to talk about. 
I'm gonna start having live shows. What think, if y'all if y'all made it to this end, if you made it to this far, bravo. You made it to the 12 minute mark right now, bravo. I really truly appreciate you. And leave, so you get to leave the suggestion right here. If you made it through the 12 minutes, what do you think made me doing a thing about me doing a live show every Sunday for like two hours? I can stop doing my one on ones on Sunday and just do a live YouTube show every two for like an hour and a half every Sunday. What do y'all think? Anyways, leave it in the comment section. I really, truly appreciate y'all. As you know, I'm do, I do do my one-on-ones. They're over Zoom. The link is in the bio of my TikTok. The link is in the bio of my Instagram. And the link is also in the description of every video on here, y'all. So I really, truly appreciate everybody. If you listen to this on podcast, give me a five stars. Please, please give me five stars. Please. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Let me know you give me five stars on YouTube or comment. It's just like, hey, five stars. Yay. I really, I really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. I really, truly appreciate it. I know I said it so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.